Hey friends, welcome to The Drivecast, a daily podcast walking through the Bible to help us read it in, pray it up, and live it out. My name is Dan, and I serve as the teaching pastor for our Worthington campus. Today, we're looking at Daniel chapter 2, verses 46 through 49. I'll read the passage, and then we'll get started. Daniel chapter 2, starting in verse 46. Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell face down, worshipped Daniel, and gave orders to present an offering and increase to him. The king said to Daniel, Your God is indeed God of gods, Lord of kings, and a revealer of mysteries, since you were able to reveal this mystery. Then the king promoted Daniel and gave him many generous gifts. He made him ruler over the entire province of Babylon and chief governor over all the wise men of Babylon. At Daniel's request, the king appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to manage the province of Babylon. But Daniel remained at the king's court. As we've already talked about over the last couple weeks, the book of Daniel is fascinating. It brings us uh, face-to-face with this question of what it looks like to live faithfully in a world that does not care about faithfulness, or to put it another way, uh, the question we're asking through the series of Daniel is how do we follow Jesus in a world that doesn't? And this is what Daniel is a profound model of seeking to be faithful to God in all that he thinks, says, and does in front of the king, in front of a worldview and culture that could not care less and is even hostile uh, to God himself. And Daniel finds some way uh, to remain an example and model for generations to come of God's people for what faithfulness looks like. Daniel chapter 2 is the first dream sequence that we find in the book of Daniel. And it is a fascinating way that Daniel, the author, presents all of these things to us. If you remember back at the beginning of chapter 2, Nebuchadnezzar lays out for Daniel and all of the magicians and sorcerers and enchanters that he has had a dream and he needs the interpretation. But the caveat he gives is he's not going to tell anybody what the dream was. He wants these wise men, quote unquote, to tell him what the dream was and then the explanation of the dream. That way, he knows they're not just pulling something out of their you know back pocket or giving an educated guess on what this dream means. Nebuchadnezzar is uh, desperate for a real answer. And the thing that strikes him most is not the meaning of the dream like we've seen in the last couple of days. The thing that strikes Daniel most, or Nebuchadnezzar most, is that God is able to reveal this dream to him. God is able to make known to Daniel what the dream was. Daniel presents this back to Nebuchadnezzar, and his response is to fall down in absolute worship. He is floored by the fact that Daniel is able to do this. And if you're uh, a careful reader, one of the things we notice in verse 46 is that Nebuchadnezzar confuses God's gifting of Daniel for uh, the work of the divine itself. In other words, Nebuchadnezzar worships Daniel. That's what he says right in verse 46. 
he bowed down and worships Daniel. Daniel has become so large in Nebuchadnezzar's mind that he confuses God's hand on Daniel's life for God himself. And I think that that's something that so many of us can do all of the time. And this not, may not be your story, but certainly for some of us, we are uh, quick to confuse God's hand of activity on someone's life with God himself. And what happens is we can make leaders or people in prominent positions, uh, we can consider them gods. We might not use that language, but when a leader or a pastor or uh, whoever is in authority becomes so large in your mind... Uh, that you are functionally creating an idol out of them. You have done the same thing that Nebuchadnezzar does. You confused God's activity and God's kindness on a person for uh, God himself. And what we constantly find is that when we confuse that, we end up disappointed, disenchanted, and disillusioned. And that may be you listening to this at some point. You may have been profoundly uh, disappointed by a leader. And I'm not saying that it is your fault for making this confusion. Uh, people sometimes masquerade as, uh, you know, small g gods in our lives all the time without us even realizing that it has happened. And I think the invitation of the book of Daniel, particularly in chapter 2, is to strip away all of the allure of what people are able to do and to get back to the heart of worshiping our Father himself. And so today, maybe one of the questions you need to ask is where have you confused God's activity in someone's life for God himself? Where might you have created an idol out of somebody else that you need to turn from and pull away from or uh, no longer make that, that same confusion. Because what we will find every time we look uh, for uh, people in our uh, horizontal relationships to do what only our vertical relationship with God can do and provide, we will find ourselves constantly disappointed and disillusioned. Let's take a moment to pray it out. God, we know that you are good, you are kind, and you are the God who knows what we need before we even open up our mouths to ask. We pray that you would speak to us today. Help us to understand your love and your activity and see you for what you are doing. Uh, not get confused with what you may be doing through other people and attribute uh, divine qualities to them or even unintentionally put them so high on a pedestal that they become an idol. Lord, we want to see you. We want uh, to worship you wholeheartedly, and we pray for your help today. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Thanks for tuning into the Drivecast. We'll see you back next week.